0: The best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken, and the best salmon you'll ever eat won't come from a grocery store. You'll only get it from the family farm and independent Alaskan fishermen when you join the Moink movement today. Moink is a meat subscription box company delivered straight to your door, and they're on a mission to fight for the family farm. Located in rural America and run by an eighth-generation farmer, Moink animals are raised humanely, and the quality of their product is better than anything you're going to find in the supermarket. And unlike the supermarket, Moink gives you total control over the quality and source of your food. You choose the meat delivered in every box from options like grass-fed and grass-finished ribeyes, pastured pork chops and chicken breast, wild-caught Alaskan salmon fillets, and so much more. Plus, you can cancel any time. Moink is helping save rural America. I love it, and you will too. Shark Tank host Kevin O'Leary called Moink's bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted, and Ring Doorbell founder Jamie Siminoff just Jumped at the chance to invest in moink you too can join the moink movement and keep the american farm going sign up at moinkbox.com slash dana today and listeners of this show get free filet mignon in every order for a year that's one year of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste but it's for a limited time spelled m-o-i-n-k box.com slash dana that's moinkbox.com slash dana Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. So apparently, this is kind of funny, an Illinois hobby group believes that their $12 balloon was one of the UFOs that Biden shot down with a $400,000 Sidewinder missile. It was a balloon designed to relay weather information via, an inex- via inexpensive radio equipment. And it was exempt from any FAA rules and regulations because it w- didn't weigh a lot. And sometimes it would often circle the earth a number of times before falling. So they said that the balloon signal went dead at the exact same time of the F-22 mission. And the balloon's last known location and altitude match up with official reports of the mission. Um, I mean, I please, please tell me that that, that that didn't happen. Please tell me that we actually did not take out a $12 balloon with a $400,000 Sidewinder. Although that's an excellent excuse as to why you can't get your projects... Your project turned in. You know you can't have a conclusion for your project because the president blew it up. That's actually really okay. That legit. That's a good. That's a good excuse. Uh, but I've got a lot of questions about this. What? How is that even possible? Little little tiny globe-trotting balloon. It's declared MIA, and that could be one of the candidates. The club is called the Northern Illinois Bottle Cap Balloon Brigade. They're not pointing fingers yet. <laughs> It was a silver-coated party-style Pico balloon. And they said that, and the circumstantial evidence is very intriguing, but they said that the last known location was at 38,910 feet off the west coast of Alaska and that a popular forecasting tool, oh, and guess what? It was cylindrically shaped. Silver, cylindrically shaped. At the exact same altitude. That's exactly how it was described. The object over, over Alaska was described like that. Just saying. Just saying, guys. Ooh boy. So they said that um, that's the last known location of it. Can you imagine? So they said they tried contacting their military, the FBI. They got the runaround. They're trying to get some questions. Folks. These things are like 12 bucks. Just want to reiterate, the missile is $400,000. It's a $400,000 missile. Um and it this is I'm just saying this doesn't necessarily look awesome. Doesn't necessarily look good for uh tell me that we have better capabilities than that. Right? I mean, and the reason that it wasn't registered, because that's one of the things that the administration did say. They're like, well, this wasn't, you know, didn't have like any registration, etc. One of the reasons that apparently it it wasn't was because it didn't merit registration or regulation like that because it was uh, slow and low flying and, and super lightweight. I got questions. So now the Pico ballooning community. Is very nervous And the Pico balloon is I mean that's their It's a small mylar balloon And it has trackers And it measures temperature, humidity Pressure, wind currents And they're about three feet in diameter Before they're launched And it can expand by like two to three times That size once it's up in the atmosphere So But they weigh like less than six pounds And that's why they're exempt from all of the restrictions That the FAA would put on them And that's so, I mean, that's like a big community. I was actually looking at this and I didn't, I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a very dedicated community. They are very dedicated, but it did stop admitting anything, any information literally at the exact same time that the F-22 took it, took out that object. And they were in the exact same, the Pico balloon was in the exact same spot. According to all of the latest data that the object was when we shot it down Nobody's pointing fingers we're just saying There is a there's a slight Possibility that we Used an F-22 and a $400,000 Sidewinder to take out a $12 balloon I'm just saying there's a slight possibility That this happened Oh my gosh is it too early to have A beer because I feel like that's where we're <laughs> It makes me a little nervous you know what I mean Kids don't fly kites Because Joe Biden's going to shoot it the hell down Didn't they say now, just assuming that this is, you know, assuming this is true. Didn't they always say that it was Trump who was going to get us in all kinds of trouble? Now you got Joe Biden just all like willy nilly just shooting every. I'm just saying because if it's not that. See, when they said that they were scared of it, I assumed that this was like legitimate. Now, we know that the first one was the spy balloon. That's the one that was in Montana because China already claimed it. The one we shot down after it traversed all throughout the United States and it went over to Myrtle Beach. China already claimed that one, so we know it's it's theirs. But we surely know, right? Not having ever piloted an F-22 myself, and I don't have any experience with Pico balloons. I mean, I saw a weather balloon. The last time I saw a weather balloon, I was in high school, and it was for class. But I don't think it was like a big, serious one like the ones that these people sent up, because these are serious hobbyists, and they're very excited about it. And we didn't have all this. We, it wasn't all kitted out like theirs was. So that would make sense because that, that's, you know, uh, the description of their balloon and what was shot down as what was witnessed by the pilots is they're like the exact same thing. We shot down a damn $12 balloon, didn't we? Is it really that difficult to tell the difference between spycraft and a weather balloon? Surely that's not that right. It can't be right. I would think that it's really obvious. If it's spycraft or a weather balloon, I—I <sighs> I mean, I've got a lot of questions. We—I was really excited about aliens, and now I feel like you know we were really let down. First, we were teased about smog and then now you know it's this—this this whole thing. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard me talk about kel and all the reasons why they're one of my personal favorites when it comes to firearms. Privately owned family company, kel has been making one-of-a-kind American-made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, kel doesn't just copy other weapons on the market. They innovate new ones, including the new P50. The P50 platform is based around a 50-round double-stack magazine which lays horizontally along the top of the grip. The 5.7 cartridge comes in several variants, from sporting, hunting, to personal defense, and with how easy it handles its smooth shooting, because it's well-balanced and thus accurate, you can definitely see kel reliability and quality at work. The P50 is fun on the range, but it's also great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P50 and all other kel weapons, and products, check out Keltechweapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C Weapons.com. Keltec, creating innovative quality firearms to help secure your world. KeltecWeapons.com. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Keltec. So this is like a really sad story. So Vermont, they're going to become a, what they call a sanctuary state for child sex changes. They say the bill's proposing to uh, prohibit in any way uh, cooperating or trying to oppose, basically stop what they what they describe as uh, providing legally protected health care. Um, and, you know, I got thoughts on that. I don't, none of that's legally protected. They said it's a new bill passed by Vermont State House of Representatives. They want to make it the sanctuary state. Gender affirming care should be a right for all, they said. Gender affirming care. That's not affirming your gender. It's like removing it. Uh, Also, this is weird. Combat. I don't like this. AI robo dogs can follow telepathic commands from soldiers. It's a breakthrough in artificial intelligence being tested by the Australian military, and it reportedly allows soldiers to control robot dogs with their minds. It's called Brain Robotic Interface, the state of the art artificial intel. Uh, and they said it's it, uh, through high-tech biosensor headset, analyzes brainwave readings, feeds them from a person's visual cortex into the advanced robo-dog. And they said the process isn't very difficult to mas- master. It's quite intuitive, and it just you know took a couple of sec- uh, sessions. So they said the current key to keeping the bots on co- course are flickering beacons, seen as augmented reality in the headsets, and they work as way- waypoints for the canine automatons to move towards. That's really that's kind of terrifying though if you really think about it that's a little a little frightening just a little bit combat AI dogs I'm telling you robots are mm. Elon Musk it came out that he changed reportedly Twitter's algorithm to boost his own tweets after Super Bowl Uh, a tweet from Joe Biden got triple the impressions that Musk's did this is from the Guardian sending engineers scrambling I don't know necessarily if I believe that that was the reason but apparently he did do this now can we lift the shadow banning on everybody because I feel like that's that would be something that would be helpful if we could just do that for everybody. Bruce Willis's family has given a really heartbreaking update on his health. He has a degenerative brain d- disease right now. And they said that since his original diagnosis, they have, unfortunately, more news. Uh, he has uh, he was diagnosed with aphasia, aphasia in spring of 22. But they said now it's progressed. And he has front frontotemporal dementia. And it's called FTD. And his wife was detailing just the devastating state of this. And she said it's it's good to have a clear diagnosis, but she said it's incredibly painful. Bruce Willis is apparently one of us. So, man, I mean, and he's a great actor. So our prayers are with his family. This study that came out, let me pull this up. Because I was actually, this is one of the things I was reading on on break. NBC has this piece. And guess who it's from? It's a, it's a Lancet meta study. Hmm. Lancet meta study. They looked at an, they analyze, they had a analysis of 65 studies in 19 different countries. And this is so, I mean, this is, we've been waiting a long time for this. And this study says that, here's the headline, get ready. Immunity acquired from a coronavirus infection is as protective as vaccination against severe illness and death, study finds. We knew this. I'm not going to, I'm totally going to say I told you so. They said that the immunity, immunity generated from an infection was found to be, quote, at least as high, if not higher, than provided by not one, but two doses of the vaccine vaccine and then they later said the vaccine doesn't actually provide doesn't you know there's actually no uh protection against transmission so they just said that yes they 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 finally acknowledged what anyone who ever had any kind of science class already knew that having the virus made you you were then you had the immunity from the virus after you had it Wow, so many people are owed apologies and their jobs back and so many other things. I, I all of this, people were not allowed to live lives. I kept, I mean, I had, I, we lost friends over this. We had people who were so snotty and ignorant to us and they're still, they still think that today, still even, they've never come back and said, oh, we're sorry. Cause I, we were flat out told, oh, it doesn't matter if you've had it. You, you don't care about other people because you didn't get the injection. Like, are you kidding me? Like, we had it, but you didn't care enough about us to ask that, I guess. Uh, but yeah, we all had it. So now, more studies showing what we all knew, absolutely, definitively, without argument, that it is as high, if not higher, than not one but two shots. Mm-hmm. Yep, we all knew it. And how horribly were people treated? How was this country divided by who had it and who, who had the shots and who didn't? How many people lost their jobs? It didn't matter if they had had the virus or not. If they didn't get the injection, then their immunity didn't count. Because your immunity can only come from the government. Unbelievable. And they actually studied specifically whether or not infection acquired immunity outperformed vaccines. And yeah, it does. This is crazy that it took something like this obvious to just affirm it and you're going to have people who are going to look at this and still not own their own behavior and their own horribleness towards others and i can't tell you how i mean i i heard i had friends who were like they couldn't they were told by their family members don't go to thanksgiving because you know when all of this began because you didn't get the injection and the family were like well we had it we were like one of the first people that had coronavirus and they were told oh well you didn't get the injection though so Because people, I guess, wanted to pretend that they didn't understand how immunity worked. I mean, this is, it's, golly, we all knew this. People knew this, and they played stupid so they could virtue signal. They actually played dumb so they could virtue signal about this. It was more important for them to be seen doing what the government told them than just doing the right thing. That's led to some horrible moments in history, by the way. That kind of behavior has led to some horrible moments in history. But it was very important for them to be seen doing the right thing. I still see people wearing masks. And I don't really, it doesn't bother me if it's like an elderly person because they feel like, oh, well, maybe they're just. But, I mean, I still also want to go, you know, the masks don't work, right? I so want to say that, but I don't say anything. It's their choice if they want to do it. But when I see young people doing it, I'm like, you're just, you're a scene stir and you're virtue signaling. I actually saw, I'm not even joking you, when we were at, and Steve, I didn't tell you this, when we were in D.C., uh, when we were out and actually we were getting ready to go. We were all, we were all going to have um, some dinner and Steve, you were, you were there. And when we were at this, we had gotten out and I was outside on my phone. I was texting. We were getting ready to go into this Italian restaurant and on the corner, someone was literally wearing a mask and I saw them pull it down and take a puff off a cigarette and put their mask up. And I'm not even kidding you. Like, what is that? What is that? Who does that? Like what? I don't understand that. I love how, how surprised you are that exists. Like you come to a different city and it's like, that's normal here. <laughs> it's ridiculous. To, that someone was wearing a mask. They pulled it down. They smoked a cigarette, exhaled and put their mask back up. I saw someone on the train I, last week, pull their mask down to cough into their arm and put their mask back up and on the oh train. Oh my gosh. I just don't, I don't get that. Mm. I mean, where I, I don't see that at all. Honestly. Where we are, I don't see anybody in masks. I don't see it. That's funny because I, I mean gonna, I I was going to, gonna, to I was gonna play this. I finna get drunk mm-hmm. and I finna yeet, yeet myself off a building. Just about. Good night. God, that was wild to me. I'm like I, I I just don't see it anymore. I haven't seen people wearing masks regularly in so long. I haven't seen it in so long. It's just weird. I don't know. Yeah, I. And yeah, when we were in D.C. and there, there was um, when we were at the airport and getting ready to leave, um, there was somebody who was in a mask and they were because I always like to go and, you know, I'll get some water. I'll get bottled water and all that. I don't like drinking anything that's offered to me on the airplane unless it's wine. But I'll, I was getting my own bottled water and waiting in line to pay. And there was a guy who was waiting in line and he was still doing the six foot thing, mask, everything. He was a young dude still doing the whole thing. And yeah, I could tell he was like super left. Um, And I just thought it was it was like it was performance. It was just all such performance. I want to print this study out and I want to shove it in people's faces. (laughs) You know what I think I may do is like for any kind of Christmas card or anything like that. I think I may print this study out and all the people who are brats to us and we're like we can't be your friends or we can't do this or whatever or because you didn't get the injection even though we all had the damn virus. I think I'm going to send this out in lieu of any kind of greeting. Right. Right. Any kind of card. I don't care if it's... You know what? Some people got to get told. Do some people... It's the flow chart. Do some people need told? Yes? No. Tell them. Circle back. Very simple. It's the easiest flow chart to follow. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. (laughs) It's time for Florida Man. (laughs) So a Florida man who was doing donuts at an intersection allegedly hit his own patrol car before crashing into or hit a patrol car before crashing his own car, according to police. This is in West Melbourne, Florida. A Florida man was arrested for allegedly hitting a patrol car after doing donuts at an intersection, said police. 25-year-old Jarrett Heffler driving recklessly on Hollywood Boulevard. An officer observed him driving a high rate of speed, and then he started doing donuts. And then Heffler appeared to pull over and then put his car in reverse, hit the patrol car, and fled. He was, of course, caught and put in the pokey